0: Welcome to part two of my conversation with Kenny Gayeski, softball coach at Oklahoma State. During part two, Kenny and I talk about culture and how he builds it at Oklahoma State. We talk about leadership development. We talk about what it looks like to empower everyone in uh, his program. Kenny is a stud. He's humble, yet confident, and, and really knows who he is and who he isn't. Just really comfortable in his own skin. So without further ado... Part two of my conversation with Kenny Gaierski. I'm gonna I'm gonna loop back real quick. I'm super curious. You're you're over athletic facilities at OU during that period of time. Did you did you have an eye on coaching, or did you think this is this is what I do? This is who I am now. Or yeah, where were you, where where was coaching in the middle of all that?
1: Well, I mean, all my friends are coaching. And I'm over here just cruising along, doing a having a great job and a great experience. And I'm like, eh, maybe this is what I want to do. And it just got farther away. And you know, after ten years at OU doing that that job, I was just, I was like, man, like I miss the interaction with these kids. Um, and so, um, you know, I really, I really think I, w- I was coaching, right? I just wasn't coaching baseball or softball. I was coaching 20 people every day, um, laying out a plan, uh, talking about what we've got to get done, planning for this or doing all this other stuff, <clears throat> putting out fires, you know, doing things that I love is like problem solving, um, getting people to get along. Like, so I, I, um, I, I think I, I think I was always doing that um and and it just it just wasn't in the way i'm doing it now yeah. um and so um it's just wild the the what takes you in different directions for me it was money and i i just it's just money now you know what i mean but back, back then it seemed to have a bigger meaning in my life um but um and i want more of it like everybody but like it doesn't solve anything it seems to create more problems so I think I was. I've been learning and coaching my my whole life. Um, but this is what I wanted, um, and I missed it. I miss it when I would see my friends. The only thing that sucks about what I do now is I can never go see Bill Coach. I can never go see Tim Coach. Yeah. I can never go see Greg and Dave. Like, I, that's out. You know, what I mean, like, so that's one thing I miss. I miss being in their dugouts, um, learning. That's what I miss. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah I think it was Steve Jobs that said you can only connect dots when looking back and I always find it fascinating like if I just look at at, at your life and and how the dots connected to lead you really to, to to lead you to where you're at now in your sweet spot in a place that you love and just watch looking at how you know again looking back now at the dots. Oh yeah. Now I see maybe why I was at the university of Oklahoma doing facilities for 10 years that could help me then, you know, get to where I'm at now. Yeah. Love that.
1: It's crazy.
0: Okay. Let's talk. Um, I'd love to talk the environment there at, in your program and how you guys build that environment and your culture. And so I'm going to start with kind of a 30,000 foot view, just kind of a very general, um, when you think of, your culture at Oklahoma State. What are what are the values? What are some of the things that that if we went to watch you for three months, we would see in your program?
1: Fun. Hmm. It's a lot of fun. I I um. It's it's. I think that's the one thing I hear from recruits from transfers is I want to have fun like you guys are having, and you're having it too. Like it's that's what I want. I just want to have fun. And, um, and so I think that's one of the biggest things that you're going to see. Um, I think you're going to see pretty consistent work. Um, the work is consistent. Um, it's, um, it's pretty loose to be honest. It's way looser than probably George Horton wants it to be, to be honest. It's probably way looser and it's way looser than what coach Mo wanted at that time. Yeah but it's what coach Mo loves now. There's a way to be, to have both, right. Have, have great intent, but to be loose and have fun. Um, and it's not how, it's not how everybody wants it, but, um, so you'd see that. Um, and then I just think you'd see a lot of people and you would be going, man, they have a lot of people there. Like what, how does all that work? And I just, this place is special when what you see is people running around doing things with a smile on their face because they're part of this program um i heard a great thing um i heard a little i have a life coach guy named brett Ledbetter. if you've ever heard of brett he comes to osu uh i was lucky enough to have him at florida and then i was able to help get him here and now he's still here on on about his fifth year and he we've become great friends and he was showing me uh um uh, uh, uh a clip from the new thunder coach mark dagnow i think is his name and brett told me like four years ago hey kenny this guy will be the next the thunder coach And i'm like brett you're, you've lost your mind and now he's the thunder coach uh, He's this young guy played yep. no pro ball uh, i know he may have played in a small co- co- college got nothing but i he's really bright and i heard him i heard him um rehashing a story to one of their r- rookies and the rookie was in the was in the um gym and um it was on a day off it was a sunday and he was shooting hoops all by himself and mark walked in he goes hey hey Trey like um we got people that can help you rebound and stuff he goes yeah I called one of the managers and they didn't have time and and he said he goes yeah he probably they didn't have time because he probably just called him on his drive over right we don't all these kids don't always plan ahead um, uh, they have good intent, but they don't always plan ahead. So, you know, and so he was talking to him and he, and he, and he said, okay, well, if you need anything to just holler at me, I'll be, be in here. He goes, I, I I'm good. And then he turned. And so Mark walked away and then he turned around and he went back and he said, Hey, Trey, um, here in the NBA, we don't have managers. Those guys are coaches. Mm. Everybody here's a coach. So I just want to make sure that that you give them that respect. And if you need somebody to help you rebound, ask, ask one of the coaches, you know, there's managers are in, in college. And so yesterday I was having this post game or post practice talk with our team. And I was talking about being respectful. We're going on our first road trip where we're going to go to the hotel. You're going to be respectful. You're going to leave your rooms in a certain way, right? We're just, we have a history of people always grabbing me on the end of trips and go, coach your team, they're unbelievable. Like they're so respectful. They keep their rooms. We go into clean, rooms are great. Like it's, and I was just reminding them of the standard. Yeah. And I told that story to our team. And we have all these new managers, like six of them. And um, we had a big turnover because all of our last ones left because we can never get them out of here. They love it. They have so much fun. And so uh, we had these five or six new kids and they were looking at me like, you're going to call me a coach. And I'm like, those are coaches. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't respect them the same way you respect me. And so um, I just, I think that's why these people in our program are proactive. They're always looking for things to help us, not me, us, our program. And, and I think that's what you're going to see. And um, you know, good softball players too um, we, we need a new stadium so you're probably gonna go oh that stadium sucks uh, from 35,000 feet but other than that like we're just normal people we really are we're just normal just love to love to coach we love our job we work hard and uh, and we love to compete love it okay Um how do you navigate, how, how
0: do you, I think this is gonna be the question, is how do, how do you bring an element of fun and yet still, to your point, bring intensity and compete and hard work? How does that, how, how do you navigate those kind of seemingly two opposite type things?
1: I think the answer is real easy. Um, it's relationships, it's what it comes back to. I, I I had one of our catchers yesterday, that need, needs to be our starter you know, for us to be good. And um, you know, I, I invest a lot in our kids and I, I, I grabbed her and I said, hey, and I grabbed her, but I pulled her aside. And I said, hey, your mentality in the cage right, right now sucks. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me you wanna be the starting catcher here, no shot. Like, I, I know this hurts you to hear this, but like, if that's your mentality, you got no, no shot. When you're in that cage, when you're where we were hitting on the field. And so she was inside the, uh, inside the, the, the turtle there. I said, Hey, when you're in there and you're competing on a hit and run, we got, we got three rules. You swing unless it hits the ground, hits the backstop or hits you. There's no excuse for you to not swing at that pitch or get hit and then kind of laugh about it as you're walking out. That's not the standard here. And she looked at me, had a little, I could see her eyes were kind of tearing up a little bit. And I said, I, I love you, but your teammates, they don't like that. And I don't look like it. So I need that changed right now. And I think you can talk to people like that yeah. if they trust you. yeah. And when they do good, you tell them. And when they suck, you give them a hug and say, you sucked today. It's just one day, like, welcome to life. Like, can I tell you how many days I suck? It's just like embrace the suck. It's just part of this. This game is set up for failure. It's not set up to go two for three. It's set up to fail. So how can you personally fail, but succeed for the team? That's what this is all about. And so building these relationships from day one in recruiting, getting them here, um, constantly texting, calling, Checking on. I talk to my girls about things that would blow your mind. Like I don't. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm nothing. There's nothing off limits at our place. Yeah. Boyfriends, girlfriends, uh, nightlife. Like it's. It's. I want to know. I want you to know that I'm. I'm looking after you. You're like my daughter. I've been charged with a job from your parents to look after you. They dropped you off here and said, I'll see you in four years. And I wanna pick you up, I'll come visit you, but I wanna pick you up and go, wow, she's a woman now. And so if you're constantly investing like that, you can talk to these girls because they wanna win, they wanna succeed, they wanna do all of these things. So I just, I get this answer always. It's about that trust you've built through building relationships. We keep it loose. But when it goes haywire, I'm going to let everyone know. And then we just go right back. We don't have to keep beating on it and beating on it. We just, just learn like, but Hey, that's not the standard. And that's been our new word that we're kind of trying to get to get to is the standard. Like it's either above the standard or it's below. Yeah. So it's gotta be above or, and if it's not, I'm going to let you know.
0: Yeah. And, um, Kenny, leadership development in your team? Do you do captains? Do you you talk leadership with the whole team consistently? Do you have a leadership council? What's that look like?
1: Well, I love this. I love this question. It's one of my, it's been one of my, over the last three years, one of my my greatest uh, discussions that we've had. I say one of my greatest, one of the greatest discussions we have a lot. Like, what what do we want? Do we want captains? Do we not? you know, like girls, man, you start naming captains and then there's like, then they're not friends with people because they're a captain and I want to be a captain. Girls are just d- different, wired a complete different way. So we sometimes do, we sometimes have a leadership team. I think it's something that I've kind of gone away from some to keep them kind of guessing because everybody's a captain here, but it's like, or you should be, or you should want to be. Um, and. And if you're not, you're not right for this program. Um, And, you know, another thing, and I don't have my dang notes, and I wish I had them here, but another clip I took from the Thunder coach that I was telling you about um, was him talking about these moments of you can be a captain in the moment, right? And whenever you're in this moment and like, you have opportunities, whether you're young or old, to be a captain, but you just don't get to keep that. Like You have to keep earning that. You have to yeah. keep hold of that. And so that's why I think captains are so dangerous because most people don't wanna, most people really don't want that type that, they want to the see, but they really don't want what comes along with that. Yeah. They think they do, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, like uh, I'm going out and we've been done tonight. I mean, is that a captain? I mean, and and I'm drinking tonight. Is that a captain? I, I don't know. I mean, I so I think I just think we put that C on them and it it can do some damage at j- j- times. So if you want to be a captain, act like a captain. Hmm. Do what captains do. They speak, they keep people in line, they um keep people accountable, um, they check themselves. They apologize when they do dumb stuff. They don't act like, "Well, it's okay. I, I did this. Well, I, it's all right." They, they all know I'm good. I'm a captain most of the time. You can't be a captain most of the time. You're yeah. the captain, or you're not. And so, I don't think there's too many people in this world that are capable of truly being a captain.
0: That's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I by the way, I love the conversation too because I've seen, I've seen obviously both things work, but I've also seen probably more instances of. Conversations that sound like this, crap. Do we remove the captaincy from him or her? What do we do now? They're not holding up to the the standard of of our, of our captaincy, and I just hear a lot of coaches wrestling with how do we remove the captain or how do we address it because they put somebody in the captain role or a couple people in the captain role that just didn't have the shoulders for it or 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 made some dumb mistakes or they. Kind of went off the rails a little bit. So, anyways, I love the the conversation uh, as well. Let me ask you this on on a leadership development: Do you have like uh, I know some some coaches will do um, they'll go through a book together, or some coaches just kind of constantly, organically talking about connecting our actions and and, and talking about leadership. Do you have an organized way that you're trying to pour into your ladies when it comes to that leadership? Or is it very organic?
1: I would probably say I'm probably organic. Um, you know, I'm not a big, I'm a terrible book guy. I want to be a better book guy, to be honest. Um, I just don't find time. Like I, or maybe I just don't make time. I don't choose to make time. Um, and I'm, and I'm hoping I'm about to turn 50. I'm hoping that'll be the next chapter of my life is, is being able to read more and take time to do that. I've, I've got about five books on my desk right now that I want to read. I just bought a new book uh, just two days ago that our men's basketball coach who's one of my good friends here. Told me you got to get this book. It's unbelievable. So I just got that coming here today. I was thinking about trying to read it on the bus ride here where we go to, to Houston here today. Um, but um I, I'm an organic guy. I like to I like to find moments. I like to find situations that looked like a captain and start to talk about that. Yeah. In front of everyone. Yep. Because if you're just talking to your staff, I mean, we're busy going our day. I like we have some very open conversations with our team. And hey, if you don't, if I'm not accountable, tell me. Like I'm gonna divvy out some sarcastic tones and things, they like to say it's passive aggressive at times. Um, but, um, it's my fun. It's the way I can kind of pick at you without having to scream and holler and cuss. So if you know that about me, I tell you that it's probably coming. So be ready. Um, and it's not personal unless it, unless you think it should, should be, you know what I mean? Like if, if it's really hurting you, then maybe it's really true. Um, so just listen to what I'm having to say. So, um, uh, but I, 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 like to just define moments and say, that is the standard here. And so instead of talking about a captain, it's, can you meet the standard? And if you're consistently meeting the standard, you're probably a captain. Yeah. And you don't have to put a C on your chest for your teammates to say, dang, she meets the standard every day. Like they know who the captains are. So why do we have to anoint them? Like, why can't we just say, hey, we have a leadership group. Talk about what you guys want. And then somebody come in my office and talk to the coaches about what you guys want. It's easy. If there's three of you, come on in. If it's all of you, come on in.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's really, really good. Okay, uh, I'd love to hear you walk us through. So I again, I think... Um, building that environment where to your point what you said earlier where trust is 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 one where there's a huge level of trust that environment where where people feel safe and they feel comfortable and yet challenged all at the same time when you think of of like your year so obviously we're in october right now when you think of your ladies come on campus in august what does it look like for you each year maybe give us some some an insight into how you're from the first day of class, when they show up on campus, how you're building um, trust and how you're creating the environment that you want. Obviously some of it starts in the recruiting process, but August through may maybe give us some high points on, on what you're doing to create that environment.
1: Well, um, August, like let's go, let's back up June, uh, June when the season ends in the first week of June um, to August, I'm reflecting for myself on what I'm not good at. Mm. I'm trying to f- f- figure out what do I have to, to uh, do to be a better leader? Because if I'm not doing that, then my message has no, no bearing. This year, like for this team, my message was pretty strong. And it was, it was something that kind of, kind of ate at me all summer long. Like we had a great year again, and we ended up finishing fifth. And we get beat by James Madison on a safety squeeze play that if we execute right, we score the one, the uh, run and probably we're probably, I thought we were the best team to play against OU. To be, be honest, we, I think we're the only team that had maybe Florida state what well, they were playing well, but we, I felt like inside, we had the best chance to beat them. Um, and we let that slip away. And so as I'm going around on the summer circuit, recruiting, getting all these pats on the back, great job, blah, 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 another great year. And you're, I'm sitting here like almost sick to my stomach because I know inside that we let an opportunity slip for these kids. Like I'm not chasing that ring. I want to win that last game, but it doesn't. it's not what drives me. It's what they want. And that team wanted that and we let it slip. We, we fell apart at a bad moment, um, in a big moment. And, um, and that ate at me. And so I am trying to figure out all summer long, how can I be <clears throat> more of a driver, like really pushing them details, details, details without losing my strength, yeah, which is my relationship trust building and everything. So that's been my thing all summer long. So day one, we have a meeting. All these people come in and talk about everything you got to do. And we're doing all this stuff. And I just told him, I said, hey, I said, I've really, my summer has been terrible, to be honest. Like, and I know some of you feel the same way. You just haven't thought about it like this yet. And I said, I've been searching on how I can do a better job at this, this, and this. But I want to make sure that you all understand that. I love you and I'm going to push you. I'm going to push you. Um, if this is what you want, if it's not what you want, tell me now because I don't, it's very uncomfortable for me to coach like this because I don't want to lose this and I'm not going to lose this part of me. So that was the message. That was this year's message to them on how it's going to look and how it's going to be. And now I've got to act that out each day. Um, and some days I'm not as good. Um, I have two GAs right now that they're not afraid to come up to to me, girls that played here, Carrie uh, and Reagan, Wright, And they come up to me about a week ago and say, Hey, you, 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 you gotta be harder. And I'm like, I, I, I gotcha. Yeah. And it was right then. I was like, they're telling me, I'm not being hard enough, which is what I wanted to do. And it's not comfortable so I can get away from it pretty easy. It's like the, person who practices only what they're good at right Uh, you gotta practice what you're bad at so you can get better at so i again goes back to having people um they can tell you that stuff but that's how we start each year with kind of here's here's the vision here's what we want to do we take a team trip each year we usually wait until the fall this year we did it the first weekend the first week of school at the end of that week we went on a team trip we have too many new people and we're too dang good and I'm like, I'm not missing a day. I'm putting these kids in a cabin and they're gonna figure some stuff out. They came back. We challenged them with some things. They came back with some of the most organic, beautiful. Like I was crying, like tears. Our assistant coach, John, who shows no emotion, talking like voices cracking. And I can see our girls looking going up. Oh. And that's when you know, culture is good. That's when you know the message is good. That's when you know that you got 24 girls on this team who are like fighting their tails off because they want something in the very end. So, we did that early this year instead of waiting until the falls done. Awesome move. It worked out great. Um, you know, I- I'm willing to take chances. Last year we went after we won our super regional super. No, after we won um after we won or after we finished the Big 12 tournament, we took them on a trip. The The week of reginals, we took them on a trip. And people looked at me and said, that's a bad move, man. And I was like, I love risk. Like this has risk, but the reward in this is wild. And they trust me and I trust them. There's no risk. Yeah. You guys think it's risk because you don't know us. You don't n- n- know our team. You don't know our culture. You think you you know, but you're not inside. Yeah. So um, it our girls to this day said that was the best thing we did. It gave us a chance to recharge and be together with no outside distractions. Phones, yeah, but no parents. No people, like, they were just in this place at a blast, Coaches were in their place. We were game planning for regionals and all that kind of stuff. So we were getting our work done with no distri- distractions. But when we met up and talked, I could see this look. I was like, "This is a good move." And so every year's just got a different deal, right? So beginning, so I'm just going to figure out, try to figure out what that is, and then keep driving it and keep keep it fun um, and do do what we do. So um, this year it was it was about hey. It's got to be the, the details. I mean, we talk about it, but it's got to be the details because we're too good. I mean, we're yeah. so talented. We're, we're one of the best teams in the, the country talent wise. But my challenge to you girls is, can you be the best team that we've ever had here? And that has nothing to do with softball, nothing like I already told you them. you're the most talented team we've ever had here. But can you be the best team that we've had here? And if you can, we'll be in that final game. Gosh, that's really, really
0: good. I love that. I love that. I love the fact that you give your GAs permission to come up to you and say, Hey, you got to tighten it up, coach. You got to, you got to, you got to be a little tough. That's so, to me, it just screams humility because there's, I think, I think it's rare for a head coach to give his whole staff and legitimately mean it complete freedom to come give you feedback. There's just something special about that.
1: Well, think about this from this perspective or through this lens, they have the pulse of my team better than me because they're right in the same age group. So they know what's right. And they also know what's kind of going on off the field, the hair, so they can go to me and say, Hey, you need to tighten this up. And I'm like, gotcha. That's so good. I mean, I just look at it as like, Hey, I'm just trying to be smart. They're, they're the ones who are smart. Like I'm just, they're, they, they have this pulse. Yeah. And so um, I don't know. I'm going to I want to I want to use my resources. Love it. It's good.
0: Okay, Uh, Kenny, I end with three questions. Um, The first question is, what are you currently reading? Or maybe I should ask, what is the what are the five books in your stack that you want to get to get to reading? But yeah, what are you reading or listening to?
1: Well, the one um, the one I just uh, just purchased is called Lead for God's Sake. Love and it. I don't even, I, I got an idea what it's about, um, but um, I'm actually like really, like it just got here. So I am like can't wait. Uh, I'm going to read it. Um, uh, you know, and then um, uh, I've got a couple other ones. I don't even know all the names of them. I got people that give me books a lot, you know, so maybe they're telling me, hey, you need to read. <laughs> um, but there, I have one other book that that, that somebody gave me and it, it's, um, I don't know what it's called, like 128 or something. And that's like. I don't know if that's like the minutes in a, or it's something like a, it's a like minutes in a day, like how to use your time the very best. So, I, I mean, like like I tell our girls all the time, the hardest thing here is time management. I think that's me, too. Like I have got to be able to give my like the people who suffer in my life is my family. The people in this house that I'm in now, they're the ones who suffer the most. Mm-hmm. And so this book is about how to how to allocate your time. And, and so I need to get on that one. I just got that one about a month ago. I just, ha- we're just in our busiest time with recruiting and our team. So like, I just, I just, I'm beat when I make it home and I just, you know, or I'm coaching my daughter's uh, softball team. So I want to, I'd rather do that than read a book right now. So, um, so just doing st- 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 like stuff like that, but those are the, the two books that I'm uh, probably uh, going to jump on here. The, the fastest.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, second question I asked, what advice would you give a young person just getting into the coaching profession? Uh,
1: get, get to know your, pe- your people, hmm. um, don't prejudge. Um, I've, get, I've gotten way better in my time um, of um, getting to know somebody before I form an opinion. And, and, it's, and that's why I think we've been so good with transfers. That right there, is number one. I, I just gonna get to know you. I'm gonna tell you what our standard is. And um, if you can't meet it, it's all good. I don't want you here. I want you to find a place where you can meet their standard. So um, so that's that for a young person, get to know your people, all of them, all of your coaches who we used to call managers, get to know them all. What is, where are they from? What do they do? How do they, what makes them, them tick? You know, it's amazing what was little saying hello to people. Every day. So like that is a number one rule in our place. You have to walk through the front door when 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 you you enter. And I would tell I would I would advise this for anybody. Make your kids poke their head in and say, hey, what's up, coach? No matter if you're 0 for 4 or 4 for 4. Learn how to say hi every day.
0: That's really good. And let me let me double click on this one thought that I just had. So you let's just say you've got a transfer coming in. They've shown interest in you. You're interested in them. Um, your your thought of okay, I don't want to prejudge. Do you do you talk to their former coach to get an idea, or when you say you don't want to prejudge, you don't talk to anybody. You're going to make your decisions based on what you see and what you sense. How do you how do you navigate that?
1: Every situation's different. A lot of times, I'll call a coach to say, "Hey, just so you know, I'm going to reach out." Sometimes I don't. I think it all has to do with respect and those type of things. Yeah. If there was if there was too much bad blood before that you've heard about, I just kind of let it go. Um, I don't. I don't really care what that person says, anyways. To be honest, because it's up to me. I'm, I'm the one who has to make the decision. So I shouldn't say I don't care. That's probably not right. I do care some, but I'm still going to form my own opinion. Um, Sam Chow was one of the first ones that was kind of a polarizing kid. Um, and my wife played at Texas A&M where Sam came from. So out of respect to my wife and coach Evans at A&M that I respect a lot. I thought, you know what? I'm going to call her. I'm, 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 I'm taking Sam. No, no matter what she tells me, I'm taking. Um, but I, I, I felt like I owed her that and I did value her opinion, but I I haven't done that for every kid. Um, so, um, it just depends. The situation tells me what I feel like I need to, to, uh, do. Gotcha. Cool.
0: Okay. And then I end with this. Um, who would you like to hear on this podcast? Talk about their leadership journey, their culture. Yeah. Who would you like to hear?
1: Super easy. Coach Mo. Love it. Bill, Bill. I mean, you got to get him on this, uh, got to get him on this thing and you better have more than, than an hour. We have to go like a three parter. Wow. Um, he's, I think he will captivate people, his energy. Like he'll be coming out of this screen at you. Like that's just how he speaks. And he's just, I, I mean, I, I just, he's my guy. I, I think he would really enjoy it. I think your audience would enjoy him. Um, Cause you really need a journey from him and then you need to get in to the nuts and bolts and, I tried to keep my journey down to 15 minutes. I feel like I cheated you out of a lot of things um, <clears throat> because I left some people out and some experiences out and I'm a talker so I can talk. Um, but I think you really need to hear his journey. And then the second part is how'd you do it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like like, and I think you'll see emotion. I think you'll see laughter. I think you'll see some sadness. I think you'll see it all. And that's what I love about him. It's authentic. And that's the one thing I want people to say about me: yeah. authentic. That's it. That's all I c- c- care about. I hope on my tombstone, maybe that you know, people always ask you like, "What do you want your tombstone to say?" And I, I that that just came to, to me here. Like, I think I would love for one of the things to say on there is authentic. Yeah. And if that if that's what it is, if that's one of those words, I think I, I've done a good job.
0: Yeah. Well, to encourage you, Kenny. Uh, anyone- when I was talking to Brett Ledbetter and I asked, I just I can't remember how we got on the topic. And I said, you know what? I need to reach out to him and get him on my podcast because Brett raves about you. And uh, just in what, that little, the little over an hour we've spent energy, um, relational, authentic. It, it definitely, it definitely jumps out at you. So just to you. encourage you that definitely is felt. Thank
1: you. So, I love it. So yeah, what I do, man. I mean, I, I love it. And, I'm glad that people like what we do and, and it's cool. It's not, it's not the only way it's, it's our way and we'll evolve as well. Um, but I think the biggest thing is if you're people that you're trying to influence, if they know it's the real you, it's like anything, they don't want to let you down. Right. They want to, they want to keep the standard high. And, and, um, and so when I screw up, I tell them I screwed up, man. Like I, I screwed this up. I let you guys down and and, I, and and it won't happen again. And I think when you're just authentic like that and it's easier for them to also say, I screwed up coach. You know what I mean? And it's not me blowing up. My, my, my son hit a golf ball through the window last night. I mean, we have 19 acres. There's zero reason to hit a golf ball through the window in our house. Totally. And I wanted to blow up and I was like, you know what? What? the dude had the guts to call me and he called me right away. I told him, Hey, I said, I got to call you back. We're in practice. So I didn't call back for like an hour and a half. He goes, Hey, so I know he's living on that. I didn't even know what had happened, you know? And he told me he's just 16. So he's a great kid. And I'm like, Oh, how did that happen? And he told me, I'm like, Preston, like, so I'm getting better, man. Like it, you know, when you're honest and you're authentic, it's a lot easier to, to, to just Stay cool and calm, and better.
0: Totally, that's good. Well, dude, thanks for your time. Um, grateful to to get a chance to visit with you, and um, yeah, just grateful to, to that you took time out. I know you're busy, so thanks for the time.
1: Appreciate you. I'm glad. I'm sorry it took so so long to make it happen.
0: No, no worries. No worries.